Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Valentine's Day here on Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, you guys are all our Valentines. I would give you each a candy heart uh, if I could. I'd give you a Valentine, a little hug, whatever it is that you uh, you desire on Valentine's Day. It's a day about love, um, a day for love. I've embraced it. I've, I used to be against it, and I'm, I'm for it now. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel, the executive producer. Ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, uh, joins us as well. And, uh, yeah, Valentine's Day, of course. It's a made-up corporate holiday, Benjamin. But you don't, you don't want to mess it up. Well, yeah, and we're going to make sure that you don't mess it up. As we mentioned with Sammy, we're going to have Stephanie Daly in later. And as Paul uh, just told me, if you have a question for Stephanie, who's the relationship dating content creator, um, and she's just been kind of digging into all of this herself, she does great stuff, you can go to our Instagram story, and there's a little box where you can type in your, your question. So go to the Ben and Woods Instagram story Type in your question, and we will ask Stephanie some of the tier one questions coming up later. Now you're all you're also offering up Valentine's Day advice. I saw last night on Twitter, at least trying to f- figure out what's the proper procedure you're in terms of Valentine's advice, Day. Not giving yeah, I was actually I could have used her help yesterday, and I, I <laughs> probably should have just DM'd her and asked her what I should do. But you know, I got home yesterday, and I went. 
All right, logistically, you know, Valentine's Day being this was yesterday. So Valentine's Day being tomorrow, I need to should I now, you know, at noon go out and get stuff for Valentine's Day. So what's the cut like ladies if you woke up this morning and there wasn't a card or flowers when you woke up, no matter what time you woke up, are you like Oh, cool, man. Or shouldn't there be, like, as long as you get it in by the deadline? What's 11 the 11.59 tr- p.m. As yeah, what's the, is as, that the trade deadline? As long as it comes by Valentine's Day, you yeah. know, card, flowers, you See, get it at 11.59 p.m., you have satisfied the Valentine's would, Day requirements. I would try that. So I thought, I thought that as well. And I thought, all right, well, I mean, you know, wake up on Valentine's Day. I won't have anything for her. And... She's probably not going to be happy with that. So I, I mean, it's I, not Christmas morning. You're not expecting to wake up to presents necessarily, are you? Later in the day is fine. The ladies might. The ladies really? Might. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, somebody said to me, "Well, the answer is, what did your wife hint at?" And I said, "Oh, my wife doesn't hint. She only yells at me when I inevitably make the wrong choice. So either I always feel like I'm up against it either way." Whatever I do is going to be the wrong move. So I decided I was going to take the bull by the horns, uh, so to speak. And I went and got everything yesterday. And when she, now I'm not, I got a dozen big, huge thing of red roses. Uh, Bo made her a card. I wrote her out a card, got her some little candy hearts and stuff. And I just set it up. And I was going to do a bit where I threw a towel over it and said, don't look at this till tomorrow. Now, but, it's not Mother's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Do right. you get a card from Bo or Taylor? Um, no, Mama does, though. Mama does. I called my mom this morning, and she. I said, I happy Valentine's Day to my first Valentine. It was your mom. Yeah. Would you like a, a little Colonel Budget tip? Sure. If you mm-hmm. wait until February 15th, flowers often go on sale that weren't, um, that weren't <sighs> purchased for Valentine's Day, so you can get a real discount by just being patient and waiting until the 15th. Yeah, I paid double pretty much yesterday. But yeah. The flower market is just through the roof right yeah, now. Yeah, well, they know. They, I'm used they, to they, that. They consider you a hostage. Yeah. They know you have to buy them, so they're going to charge Boy. as much as possible. It's like, um, it's like you know, Super Bowl weekend, Vegas hotels. They're going to charge the maximum yeah. rate because they know you have no choice. If you're going, you got to stay there. You're going to pay it. We and are flowers at Valentine's Day are the same thing. I just booked a trip to Vegas for Megan's birthday later this year. <laughs> we are going the day after F1 ends. Smart, dude. The price drop from Saturday to Sunday was absurd. We're like, yep, that sounds good to us. It's like telling your kids, though. You know, hey. Everybody does Christmas on the 25th. We're actually going to do it on the 27th. <laughs> you know? That, I think you guys will be fine. Just pretend like it's any other day. I mean, yeah, there's there's obviously Good ways to, to... You get to look forward to it longer than everybody else. Yes, exactly right. It's going to mean more to you guys. So I, I did. I went out and got the flowers, the card, and all that. And uh, I will say, I, I, I woke up to nothing today. I'm also a Valentine. I'm her Valentine. And, and I, I did feel good. Do you really think so? Is a Valentine... Is it important for guys to to be remembered on Valentine's Day? Yeah, or is it just why for the, it? is it just for the guys to remember their ladies? Huh? Well, it's not Ladies Day; it's Valentine. <laughs> I'm her Valentine's Day. You know my my kid yesterday after we get out of the flower shop, and he I go well, we got to go get Mama a card, and you need to make a card. He goes why? I, he goes he goes it's Valentine's. I go yeah, she's your Valentine, and he goes. 
well, when's kids' day? And I, go, I turn around and go, it's every, every day, day, you little... I go, oh, no. oh let's see. Uh, we wipe your ass every day. We feed you every day. We clothe you every day. You don't have to pay for rent. You have no bills. You have no job. You do nothing around here. We pick up your message. I go, every day is kids' day. What and then I, I, day? Th- then I turned. I go, oh, my God, I'm my dad. I can vividly remember asking that question when I was a little kid. Um, so, yeah, we got it all knocked out. Funny uh, aside, yesterday, Hannah called when we were driving home and... She goes, oh, I just ran into uh, Ben's mom, Kim. And I said, you did? And she said, yeah. And she looked fabulous. So it's on speakerphone in the car. Bo says from the back seat, who's Kim? Hassan Kim's mom? And I started dying, <laughs> dying. Like, I couldn't tell if he was serious or if he was kidding. I go, no, it's Ben's mom. He goes, oh, like he was bummed out. He wanted, he wanted his mom to know Hassan Kim's mom. Because her name was Kim. Kim Kim. It was fantastic. Yeah, Kim Kim. <laughs> Kim Kim. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so listen, I know I know it's a you know corporate day. I just, I like to cover my bases and make sure I cover my ass, try to at all times. So I went ahead and knocked it out. Now, my question to you is, I did it yesterday. It's all done. Do I have to do it? I don't have to do anything today, right? You got yours a day early. Are you going to feel left I, out? I would say that you've already taken care of it and you're good to go. But it really doesn't matter what I think or you think. It only matters what Hannah thinks. Yeah. And if she and no is disappointed that nothing, nothing happens today, then then that's going to be on you. Yeah. Yeah, but we're not doing anything tonight or anything like dinner or anything like that. I mean, too, like it's not important enough for us to go get a sitter and like <laughs> oh, we're going to go out on Valentine's Day. I mean, where are we going to go? Like, I feel like our last night, our fancy dinner, of course, that was our celebration. I felt like our fancy dinner on Friday night was a Valentine's Day type celebration. So that's what we're rolling with. Satan's um, blowfish says, if that's what Ben thinks, do the opposite. Yeah, if Ben <laughs> thinks it, then I'll just do the opposite. You've never, be honest. You've never waited till the fifteenth to buy flowers. Never. Yeah. You full oh of my it. God. There's no way. I don't. I mean, how'd that go for you? Fine. Your voice went up. <laughs> yeah, You're don't lying. lie to me, dude. You're lying. Okay. You've never done that. There's fine. no way. There's no way. That's okay. Fine. Do you guys get anything for Valentine's Day? I've done. I have done <laughs> like ca- I got cards in, in advance, <laughs> but then got flowers afterwards. It extends the whole process of Valentine's Day. It makes it a multiple day experience. You are. You're a legend is what you are. <laughs> Tevin says Ben is my GD spirit animal. <laughs> yeah, Ben should eat a bean for lying. I, I think. think you're going to have me do something else. Uh, this is um, this is incredible, actually. So, you know, we used to do Ben Reed's raps on this show. And, um, yeah, it just kind of got played out after a while. But I was thinking about, you know, uh, Ben love making, And we were talking – I was talking to, on – to Paulie on the phone, and we we're talking about like you know we've done this bit before the sexy songs for you know go time and all that. Paulie did the bit last year of the worst songs to listen to uh, while doing that. The, the Home Depot song uh, was actually one of them. Um, so yeah. we we started thinking about. So I started thinking about Baby so I, Shark. I went to um, Spotify and I just typed in sexy songs, and uh, one came up that I'd never heard before, and I thought to myself, well. I need Ben to uh, read this because I want to hear him read this this romantic romantic song from a guy we know very well, Barry White. I'd never, I was unfamiliar with it, and I said, "Well, this a little is, foreplay here. This is perfect. This is absolutely perfect." So, if you would, Paulie, let's get it on. This is "Love Serenade." Love Serenade. Oh, how sweet! By Barry White. 
Yeah, this is for all the ladies out there. Okay, <clears throat> so just close your eyes and listen. Listen to Ben Higgins. This is a real. This is a real. A real song. song. This was recorded. Okay. Take take it off, baby. Take it all off. I want to see you the way you came into the world. I don't want to feel no clothes. I don't want to see no panties. And take <laughs> off that brassiere, my dear. Everybody's gone. I'm taking the receiver off the phone because, baby, you and me, this night, we're going to get it on to love serenade. You know I get in these moods. Well, you know how it is. And I'm very glad to know that you feel the same way, too. Baby, we're going to lay here, and we're going to make love. And we're going to do it like it's supposed to be done. Oh, my God. Heaven only knows what goes on behind closed doors. The very depth of our souls will reach out tonight. You and me, baby, in love, serenade. Make me want you. Tempt me. Tempt me. Tempt me. Make me need you. Let me long for you. You know what it's like when a man and woman become one. And the only real way you can do that, baby, is when we're making love to each other. When you reach that, that simple feeling when you're making love, it's, it's like you're in another world. Help me. Help me. Oh, baby, help me. Lord, have mercy on me. My Barry White. He's the... Barry White was the horniest dude. It, it goes... It, I mean, this jumps right in on you. Do the first part again. Take it off, baby. Take it all off. Okay. I this wanna, part weirded me out. I want to see you the way you came into the world. Like a baby. Birthday suit. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's what he meant. I don't want to feel no clothes. I don't want to see no panties. That is so hard. take off that brassiere, my dear. That is and so right. hardcore. Yeah. Take off my brassiere, my dear. In what... On what planet, oh if you are God. seducing a woman, do you say, take off that brassiere, my dear? Try it tonight and text us tomorrow. Let this us is, know how it This goes. is Barry White. This is can't miss stuff. It really is. Like, this Barry is what, White. This is what women want, right? Uh, apparently. This is, he's an oh, expert God. on the subject. His producer was like, are you sure you want to say, take your, I don't want to see no panties and take your brassiere off? Is that, <laughs> my dear. You want to do this? What rhymes? You, I mean, you knocked that out of the park. That was beyond spectacular. Shout out beyond. to Tevin. He just uh, upgraded his membership, and he says, guys, I'm at work. You can't make me hot and bothered. Yeah, here. I mean, that would if I was a woman, that would have gotten me. I think um, being a little, sultry a little bit under the weather has actually helped, you. helped me channel the Barry White a Whew. little bit. Take off that brassiere, br- my dear. Try that tonight. It See rhymes. how that goes. It does rhyme. I, I don't want to see no pain. Text my wife I don't mind right seeing, seeing panties. Settle down. All right. We got to go to break. Oh, my God. All right. When we come back, oh uh, our Lord. friends Annie and Elston brought up, um, well, I think it was an interesting suggestion. I don't know that I agree with the suggestion, but they they came up with an idea yesterday involving the Oakland A's and San Diego. Why are you wearing that hat that way is the other thing I want to know. <laughs> like a newsboy. I thought that was the more sexy way to wear it. Backwards isn't a, backwards is when I'm hip hop reading raps. This change. is when you're delivering this papers is... after school. Hear ye, hear ye. Extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
World War One has come to an end. Extra, extra. Shoeless Joe Jackson, Chief in the World Series. Oh, it's so good. So good. All right, we'll be back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Sammy Levitt joining us just a little while ago. Sam Levitt's uh, appearances from Padre Spring Training are always brought to you by your San Diego County Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Emily Nyman will join us for our Tier 1 tour as we turn our attention to the New York Yankees coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, the pinstripes trying to get back to... When's the last time the Yankees won a World Series? Nine. Nine. Yeah. And then before that, they had their big dynasty yep. run. But that's a long time for the Yankees to go without any real measure of success. And and really not a lot of not a lot of you know, I mean make the playoffs, have winning seasons and stuff, but yeah, without a championship I think um the the natives are, are getting quite restless there. So uh Polly caught some of this segment with Annie and Elston yesterday. You know the Oakland A's are currently looking for a temporary home. They're yeah. gonna play in the Coliseum this year. I think they're talking to the Coliseum about maybe extending in Oakland, but also talking to Sacramento and Salt Lake City about places they can play while they build their Las Vegas stadium that won't be ready until 2028. And Paulie said, Annie and Elston brought up the idea, what if they just played in San Diego? It's hysterical. At Petco Park. <laughs> like on the days when the Padres are on the road, they could have a nightmare for the MLB scheduling crew. But, but essentially, you play half your games at home and half on the road. So you theoretically could figure it out where you could... <laughs> schedule two teams in the same ballpark all summer long, and you can make it work. This is uh, obviously next season, because they have, what, one Not more this year? year. Yeah, yeah, they're they're in Oakland this year, but yep. they, they still don't have a home for 2025 and beyond. It could be 2025, 2026, 2027, maybe even 2028 if their stadium gets delayed. So this could be three or four years that they need a temporary home. Are we, are we then, are we bailing out... Some bad behavior. A little bit. Are we enabling? A little complicit in yeah. the, uh, I mean, they're going to end up somewhere. 
They are. Yeah. But also, like, and, you know, you go back and forth because you think the last thing you want to do is bail out a league and a commissioner and an <laughs> owner that have all just crapped themselves about this thing. There's just no question about it. They've just soiled themselves. And it's it's a, a, a teenager that has a grand idea and has not thought out any any. You know, repercussions or, you know, no road landmarks along the way. Just like, I'm doing this. All right, idiot, do it. So are we bailing them out? I can see that it would could also be beneficial to the city of San Diego. The team, you know, could make some could money off of Petco it. Petco Park every single night. That's exactly. I mean, a lot of people could, could work more. They could Six make more money. Six straight months of baseball. Six straight months of baseball. Like, ah. I don't really feel like going to the Padres game. I'll go check out the A's. I mean, it's weirder than hell to I would think, think about. It would, be a, uh, it would be a less crowded, more affordable experience <laughs> to go see an A's game. Yeah, Tom says forget helping out a team trying to abandon their city. Yeah, we, we should be more anti this than almost anyone. There would be a, an occasional Padres road game at the A's, which would be weird, where they'd be playing as the road team at Petco Park if they yes. Yeah. were doing that in an interleague game. Now that would be fun. That's more Padres baseball at home for us. I think the Padres, they'd, they'd have to pretty much cancel. There wouldn't be any concerts or anything all summer long, right. though. They wouldn't have the ability to hold any other events or activities at Petco Park. You know, there's quite a bit that goes they make on there. more money, though, housing 81 baseball games versus the maybe I not know, 10 I don't know. 12 concerts I mean, they have. How many, how many people are the A's really going to draw? Right. How many? They're drawing about three or 4,000 a right. game up in Oakland. Do you think the A's draw more playing a home game in Petco Park <laughs> against, you know, the Seattle Mariners or Oakland right now? I, I they, You might get more fans down here. Yeah, Satan's Blowfish says it would be for like a pittance. You know what I mean? I get it if they want to support another team and the players. But the idea that the A's are some mass, massive cash cow waiting to happen uh, for SD is a total fantasy. Now, look, if the Dodgers wanted to use our home stadium, well, we could we could get our get our paper. We could stack our paper oh, a little higher. You know that you know that Dodgers fans like Petco Park more than Dodger Stadium. There's no question. It's I don't even, I don't even know if they hide it. They I don't think they do. They like coming down to Petco Park yeah. more than they like going to their own stadium to watch games. I think that has been very clear. Which means, of course, you get a lot of Dodgers fans for Padres home games so, when the Dodgers are playing, but that's because they like Dodgers fans prefer our ballpark to their own ballpark. So this is a, obviously a pretty far-fetched idea. Yeah. It was just kicking it around. I like the idea. It's of the off-season. Now, buddy. eventually, they need to play somewhere, and they've kicked around. like They've looked at Salt Lake City. They've looked in Reno. They've looked in Sacramento. Let's call it uh, Reno. They end up landing there for a couple of seasons, the A's. Are they the Reno A's? No, they're the Are o- they still the Oakland, Oakland A's? Are they the Las Vegas Las A's? Vegas I think A's. if they leave, I think they become the Ooh, Las yeah. Vegas A's playing Before they in play Reno in Vegas. or Sacramento. Although maybe if it's Sacramento, they stay the Oakland A's playing in Sacramento. But if they go to Salt Lake City, are they the Las Vegas A's playing in Salt Lake City? <laughs> they, have a, they have a TV deal. We don't. Reno, they could be the Nevada A's. Yeah, the Nevada A's. It's a it's an S show. There is what it is. It's a total S show, and I feel bad for I feel bad for guys like Brent Rooker. Feel bad for guys like Mark Kotze. You know, and that's the other thing is you're playing in all this uncertainty. And do you even know if you're Mark Kotze if you're going to be able to see this thing through? 
to Las Vegas, whenever that may be. You're talking four years from now at a uh, best case scenario. Four years. Like, I, what I manager lasts? Be, I, that would be a real long shot to think I, that Mark Kotze would still be the manager by the time they make it to Las Vegas. I mean, it could, it could happen. You know, if I'm Mark Kotze, don't you go in and say, hey, man, I'll steer this ship, but I want. That's what if that's what we're doing. Six year deal. I want yeah. Give let me get a taste of that. If I'm going to sit and wear it for you, you know, and and have no payroll and no fans and all that. But we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Our uh, friend Jenny Kavnar, former Padres uh, pre and post game show host, yesterday was named the first ever female lead play by play announcer in baseball history. <laughs> She's going to be doing A's games, and I mean that's a double edged sword a little bit. It is. You know, to go and broadcast games for a team with a a shrinking fan base with an uncertain future. I mean, if Jenny has, I don't know, assume you know, two or three year deal, no idea where you're even living after the first year. Yeah, you one summer in Oakland, but after that, am I in Reno? Am I in Salt Lake City? Am I, I in a no Hampton idea. Inn extended stay? You know what I mean? Like that's 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 really but, the reality. You know, I'm I'm I'll be cheering for Jenny, and Me I too. I think she, they, she absolutely had to take that opportunity, even though it was with the Oakland A's. I don't. Oh, you shouldn't have taken that. You shouldn't have taken that Gotta job. You're just it. legitimizing the A's. No, of course. Of course, she's got to take that that opportunity. Bro, if Mark Kotze texted me today and said, "You want to be my bench coach in Oakland?" Yeah, I would. Do you want to do? You want to hit fungos? Yes. It's a chance to work in big league baseball. I feel like there's like a tiny chance that could actually happen. There's not. You don't think so? I don't know enough. I don't think. I mean, I'm a big rah rah guy. You are a big rah rah guy. Huge, huge glue guy. You have your own team. Yep. So you know some experience. A little with bit of that. experience. Yeah. You can um, you can motivate. Yeah. People like to follow you. Sure. Or kill me. One of the two. That's There's true. no middle ground. <laughs> no. They either love me but, or But, you know, there's like Dick Williams. They either loved him, hated him. Yeah. You can rally people in them all to hate you, too. That's true. They don't have to all like you. I can hit fungos and whatever can you Can you? Yeah. You, it's not like Kevin Costner in Field of Dreams when he misses nope. the first one to nope, show this I'll get, I'll, get I'll get some, some out, out there. there. I'll get some out there. I'll get some out there, too. No, I can do it. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's an opportunity to work in the big league. So, yeah, you take you take any chance you get, especially being the first woman to do it. Like, it's awesome. It's incredible. So, yeah, I, you just, for her, she's just going to go in and do her job every day. And, really, I think in all of these uh, games, in all of these teams, for any announcer or anybody in the game, it's just always about what's next. What can I parlay this into? You know, what? where could I end up? And, I mean, stranger things have happened. You know, she could be the next Dodgers play-by-play person. You never, ever know because now you get some reps and now you're the, the, the person that gets to do it. I think uh, no-brainer for her and really stoked to hear it. Speaking of great baseball women, Emily Nyman, host of the Breaking Balls podcast, is going to join us when we come back as we uh, focus our Tier 1 tour in on the New York Yankees. Previewing the pinstripes, that is coming up next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, blinded by the pinstripes coming up here. You're blinded by the pinstripes. Talking about the New York Yankees, we will fire up the Tier 1 tour bus and talk to Emily Nyman right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Oh, that engine is purring like a oh, kitten. Like a cat, buddy. We are uh, on to day six of our Tier 1 tour as we preview uh, each Major League Baseball team in turn, counting down to... Opening day for your San Diego Padres, and joining us today from the Breaking Balls podcast, uh, Emily Nyman is with us here on 97.3 The Fan. Emily, good morning to you. Thank you for your time. Oh, we need some audio here. Hang on. Polly's going to make sure your audio is on. We see you, though. Need your Zoom. You can wave to everybody. Yep, there good. she is. We just can't, just can't, can't hear you. Hear you. Right. I think she can hear us. She can probably hear we us. We just can't hear her, which is important on radio. You she know. can write her answers down and hold them up. <laughs> That's true, and we can translate to the, uh, to the audience outside. So just find your whiteboard and get ready to... Polly, you good? No. This is unusual for they Polly. They can hear her in the chat. How about... There we go. Oh, there, there we go. go. Got you. Hi. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. <laughs> it is our plan. We got you. Uh, so here we go. We're just a few weeks away from the scintillating, you know, uh, dread of uh, the baseball season. I know that uh, that Yankee fans going through it uh, as well as Padre fans last year. Uh, but you guys, uh, you, you added a nice little piece this offseason. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. It's uh, been a while since the Yankees really made a move like this, and I know it was at the expense of all my dear friends in San Diego, but I have to say I cried a little bit when it happened. We did too when we got him, and then a little bit when we lost him. We desperately needed pitching. We did get some of that back. You know, good morning, everybody. You take you take Juan, but we mm-hmm. have got some of your pitchers back. How do you feel about like your rotation, your bullpen going into the season? Uh, you know, the rotation, I, I got to have faith in it. Uh, I can only hope that Rodon comes back strong. I, I don't, I, I really like the Stroman pickup. I have to be honest. I think he's a solid three, four pitcher. Nestor, I think is going to have a, b- a bounce back season. You can always count on Cole. He's an ace. He's a workhorse. And as far as the bullpen goes, Brian Cashman and Matt Blake, they have really proven over the years that they can squeeze some diamonds out of the rough. And I know that we lost some depth. Michael King was a huge loss to our bullpen, to our rotation also. But they picked up some guys, and they really just have a way of developing pitchers. And I got to trust the process when it comes to the bullpen. Emily, let, let me pick up on that because the, the spin here in San Diego generally was A.J. Preller did a pretty good job in maximizing what he could get for one year of Juan Soto, even though – you're still losing Juan Soto. They got a lot of pitchers. Was that the view? Did it hurt for Yankees fans in New York? Was that like, can't we gave up a lot for this guy? Or are they like, oh, no, we got Juan Soto. We could care less who we're giving up. You know, there's always some jokers that have to <laughs> complain about everything, and they have to act as if they're the GM. Like, they're the super GM above Brian Cashman, and they have to question and critique every single move no matter what. But the reality is – 
you can't call Juan Soto a rental. You know what I mean? He's Juan Soto. He's a top five player in the game. He's going to be batting just ahead of Aaron Judge, another top five player in the game. So for all these years, the Yankees have been seemingly afraid almost to go after that guy and to give up these pieces, but they finally did it. And that's what it takes to win and contend for a championship, especially in the tough t- division like the NL- uh, AL East. Talking to our pal, Emily Nyman. She's the uh, the host of the Breaking Balls podcast, big Yankee fan. And yeah, I mean, look, at, at the end of the day, y- here in a few months, though, you guys will start to feel that uh, existential dread of, oh God, I really would like to keep Juan Soto here long-term. Being that he's a Boris guy, I mean, you almost know he's going to hit free agency. So it's that weird kind of sweet spot where you're like, I hope he has a monster year and helps us contend. But every time he does something Juan Soto like, you go, oh, I can just hear the, you know, I can hear the cash register ringing for him. And, and he's deserving of it. I mean, he is that kind of next level generational well, type player. Yankees fans went through that with Aaron Judge. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they the did. The greatest bet on yourself year, maybe ever. Of, of all time. <laughs> of all time. Right. And so it, the dread will come soon, but enjoy watching him play because he is fun to watch play. I mean, honestly, the cash register rings when I just think of the season happening and going to games and buying tickets and merch. So this team makes so much money. They have transcended the sport. I'll watch sports in other countries, shows from other countries, and I'll see people in the stands wearing Yankee hats. So there's no excuse for me that they can go out and get whoever they want if they really want them. And the way I see it is that this is a year-long courtship. Yeah of Juan Soto, that they don't have to wait until he hits free agency to be able to talk to him and convince him while he's getting all these other offers that I like that they have him for the next six months and they can show him what being a Yankee will be like and what he can come to expect. And I mean, I think that puts them in a very good position. And I don't think that they would necessarily make a move like this if they didn't intend on keeping him, especially after signing Aaron Judge to nine years and having Cole for another few years. Only a few more years of the window left. So you got to strike while the iron is hot. That's a good point. Of course, the uh, the Yankees also picked up another player in that deal. Trent Grisham is now in pinstripes. Do you foresee him? Obviously, he's a great defensive center fielder. The offense has been an, an issue. Uh, you've got Aaron Judge that can play center. Will he DH more often to get Trent Grisham's glove into the lineup, or is, is Trent Grisham now just going to be a bench piece for the Yankees? I think that Trent Grisham's going to be a, a fourth outfielder. I think that uh, Verdugo will be in right field, who is one of my great enemies, and now he's in pinstripes. So I have no choice but to cheer for him and root for his success. So I think that Grisham will end up being a, a late game uh, swap in with Aaron Judge that Judge is going to get the majority of innings in center field because if anything is proven with him and also with Giancarlo Stanton that they play better on both sides of the ball when they are in the lineup and they're out in the field as opposed to just sitting on the bench waiting for their turn. I forgot Aaron about Judge needs to be in the field. He's a captain. I forgot about Giancarlo Stanton. I, I legitimately <laughs> forgot that he was there. Uh, I wish I'm, I could. I, 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 I love Maybe him. you should go back to Mike now. When, yeah, when, my, when he <laughs> uh, comes on the screen, uh, Mrs. Woods will give an audible response when he's a, she, on, you know, like a, like a, oh. He's like, a specimen. Yeah, he's a specimen. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very much like that when he, he comes on the screen. But yeah, the, the old injury bug has gotten him. And, you know, some, some years he'll put weight on. On to to you know try to stay healthy. Some years he'll take weight off to try to stay healthy. For him though, I mean, if he's humming with Judge with um, Soto, that is pretty pr- pretty formidable lineup. I wanted to ask you though, uh, in the long standing tradition, um, 
Emily, of acquiring players that Yankee fans absolutely loathed. Uh, I'd like to welcome Alex Verdugo to the Bronx as well, which was kind of a, a weird addition from Brian Cashman. And it happened, if you guys remember, like a day or two before the Soto trade happened. So in my pessimistic, woe is me, Yankee brain, I was like, this is it. This is the move. Soto is not happening. This guy is going to be the answer. Another player that I absolutely detest because Josh Donaldson was not enough a few years ago. I had to bring this clown in. But I've never been more positive about Alex Verdugo since they traded for Soto. <laughs> then I was so like, weird, okay, right? maybe this guy's not so bad. <laughs> I, I got to call you out, though. Pessimistic, <laughs> woe is me, Yankee brain. I know we were just talking that the Yankees haven't won a title since 2009. 2009? Padres have never won one. I mean, it's just no comparison. There's 27 rings. Is it 27? 27. What makes it worse, though? It is. Never. I, I mean, you can't you can't really go with the woe is me route as a Yankees fan, even though you've it's been like 15 ever. years. But what if you're used to it? You're just used to oh, it, and then you don't you don't up. get it. I don't know. Like I get it. I can totally see where you're coming from, man. Yeah, Do you remember I mean, the NLCS yeah. two years ago? That was like a drug. It was. I need it. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they need that too. They, and they got a bunch. You get all those good drugs for years, and then you don't get any more drugs. You're like, where's they've my, had 27 different where's, drugs. Where's my drugs? I, I I can see where she's coming from. I mean, I, I have to give a lot of credit to basically half the league, right? That doesn't contend year after year. Yep. The Yankees won 82 games last year. They snuck over 500. It was literally the worst season in my memory as a fan because the few years where they dropped below 90 and didn't make the postseason 2016, it was expected. A-Rod was 100 years old. Jeter was playing shortstop at 67 years old. So you expect them to not contend. But last year was an absolute disaster. Everything that could have gone wrong did. And I don't know how fans of teams that win 70 games every year just come back for more and more. I just like to also offer my sympathy to uh, Chiefs fans. They haven't won a Super Bowl in like two days. It's been now, like three days so, since they I won mean, it. Yeah, you know, it's just it's well, been trust a, me, they're a gonna, rough stint for them. They're they're going to expect uh, <laughs> one next season. That's the that's the beauty of fandom. Uh, and we certainly appreciate it. I wanted to ask you before we let you go. Talking to our, our friend Emily Nyman from the Breaking Balls podcast here on Ben and Woods. So. You know, in in your time as a Yankee fan, the Orioles were never somebody that you worried about. And now I think we all look to the Orioles, and you have to tip your cap and say, well, you've developed some really great players. Um, And now with a new ownership group, you know, who knows? Who knows? And and they they traded for Corbin Burns. It's fun, though. When they're good, it's fun. The Yankees-Orioles matchups from back in the day were just incredible. How much do you, uh, I guess, respect, tip your cap to, or fear the Baltimore Orioles right now? You know, I do. I tip my cap to them. Uh, it only took them 20 years of tanking to get to this point. So uh, good work, everybody. Um, and I'm not afraid of them. I'm not afraid of anybody because at the end of the day, you got to go out there and you got to play the games. And we saw what happens in October. It's yeah, all about just getting your foot in the door. doesn't yep. matter if you win the division. doesn't matter if you sneak in in that second wild card spot. They didn't win a single postseason game. Yep. No AL East team did. The Yankees have the just amount of as many postseason wins as that squad of Orioles does at this point in time. So I'm not afraid of anybody. Bring it on. I love her so much. You are the true goat. <laughs> I you are just the best. I only took you 20 years. Congrats. We do that too. The playoff games than the Dodgers recently. In the last three yeah, years. That's yeah. exactly right. That's <laughs> exactly. exactly right. You're the best. Thanks, Thanks so much, Emily. Em.
Bye, guys. Thank you. Emily Nyman uh, covering the Yankees from the Breaking Balls podcast. That was fun. She's the uh, best. I dude. had to call her out, though. Come on. Yeah, you yeah, have to be a long, but... long-suffering Yankees fan. So funny. They have more rings than anyone, right? There's no team in professional sports that has more championships than the New York Yankees. Correct. Yes, only a handful of them have come this century. So, boo-hoo. Yeah. Boo-hoo. I mean, I get it. Like, you know, your wife makes love to you every day, and then one day it stops. You know, is that who's got it worse? You or the Virgin? You don't know what you're missing. Doesn't have any idea what he's. We missing. don't know what we're missing. Yeah, you don't know what you're missing. And trust me, if you get one, we always say that BS line of "I just want one, I just want one." You don't want just one. You want fifteen. No, but I need at least. One. You need one, but you, you know you're going to want. You're going to you will people people will lose their minds if the Padres win a World Series and and don't you know don't repeat. It's just the nature of the. Of I, I have no love for the Yankees, but I will acknowledge that. <laughs> having a competitive, good Yankees team that's playing in October is is good for the sport generally to to have them be relevant and you know be competing for championships. Well, it doesn't have to be every year, but you know what's interesting though is they're just they're not feared uh, at all like they were when I was a kid. And I mean, not even in the slightest. Like you don't. There's no mystique anymore about the the Yankees. There's mystique around a bunch of other teams. You know, the Astros, frankly, like they have more mystique. Than the Yankees these days. I mean, the Dodgers don't win in October, so they have no mystique either. Uh, right now, the Braves have a little bit of mystique. You know, there's there's some teams you look at and go, I would much rather play them. When back in the day, they used to talk about the ghost of Yankee Stadium. That was it felt like a real thing. I mean, it really people would go in there and forget how to play the game of baseball in October. Sometimes it was crazy. It's interesting because um, mystique hasn't won a single ball game for anyone. You got, I you got to go out between the lines, I, and you you got to execute. You got to perform. You don't want to hear this story, Benny, but they've done the documentary on the '98 team, and um, the they talked about how they saw the Padres out looking at Monument Park, and you know, kind of taking it all in at Yankee Stadium, and they just looked at each other and go, "We got them, we got them." Like it's, I think it does help you win baseball games if you're a team that's feared, and and but it, that's gone. That is long, long. It's been gone for 20 years, you know, by far. So. Um, I just, it's interesting to see what the AL East is going to do. Red Sox have done really nothing to improve their ball club at all. I mean, Mystique is only real if you let it be real. Correct. Though. Correct. Yeah. The Yankees are just one of 30 They're one of 30 teams. teams. 100%. Yes, they never change their uniforms. They, they have a lot of allow, history. They don't allow facial hair. But they operate under the same rules. Still got to go out and win the game. As every, as every other team. They're just one of 30 baseball teams. There is actually nothing inherently special. There's no automatic path to success and we've seen that now for you know a decade and a half there's nothing mystique doesn't get you anything if you can't put a good team on the field i mean we put a good team on the field last year and we had no mystique and we didn't win so there you go neither does having the best players sometimes it's a weird sport very weird it's a very very weird sport i hate it yeah i i hate it and i love it more than anything it's just it is the it's the true definition of love hate i think it's interesting the teams that you say have mystique the astros yeah, the Braves. They've got some mystique to them. Or I they think. just have the best players. Well, no, I mean, the Dodgers have the best players, and they have no mystique. None. Zero. Their best players can't even hit in October. The clock strikes October, and they don't hit. You see um, who oh. was it, Dylan Hernandez oh. writing about Mookie Betts. I and sure did. Not necessarily being wow. um, fully uh, invested all that's the a, time. That's a weird... That was a weird article yesterday. Um, I read... 
Just I just saw the blur. Teammates did, don't Teammates always think that said Mookie he's not is checked in. Checked in the uh, in locked in for the whole season. Ooh. Interesting that that is would that, come out right away, right at the start of spring training. Does that does that lend some credibility to the East Coast West Coast mentality? You know, because I, I mean, would that article have been written in? In Boston, would Mookie have acted that way in Boston? Is he acting that way now? Are fans being over dramatic? Because I mean, if if people are saying it, it should be written. Because if teammates are saying that, it's true. If someone is what just teammate, it's their opinion, what teammate is going to tell Dylan that it's kind oh, of a Mookie? He's job, checked out. He said, you know, people inside the clubhouse don't necessarily feel like Ooh. Mookie Betts was always what locked in for the entire yeah. season. Whew. Certainly wasn't in the postseason. Hey, man, listen, the more cracks in that armor uh, that we can get, the the better. But you also don't want Mookie motivated now, but, you know, trying to be locked in the entire season. Take some plays off, Mookie. It'll be fine. You're good. Do your podcast, go bowling, do all the things you like to do. Uh, yeah, it, it is strange. I, I did see that yesterday. I, it surprised the hell out of me to see that article yesterday. I mean, is it just because he didn't? I mean, it's not. It's not the LA Times' job to hype up the baseball team and Correct. write just glowing stuff about them, but. My guess is they'd sell plenty of papers if they were hyping up the baseball team and getting people excited. So for that to come out is was kind of pretty telling and interesting, I thought. I want to I need to go read the uh, entire thing. I think it's behind a paywall. I don't know if we have uh, LA Times, but I'd like to read that entire piece by Dylan Hernandez. All I saw was the the clips that were kind of tweeted out and uh, it was interesting. All right, we've got 1 hour to go in studio. We're going to have Stephanie Daly joining us for our last couple of segments. Before that though, Rinal report, including a trade offer for LeBron James that they said was made at the deadline. This is kind of surprising to basketball fans. We'll get to all of that coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.